I love my husband more than you can possibly imagine, but he's been a little difficult today. <laughs> he's been walking around the house going, I am the talent. I am the talent. I am the talent. And, and, you started it. <laughs> and I'm a little cranky. It's a little hard to deal with after a while, that ego. Yeah, that ego. Jealous. I got very jealous. I got envious because envy is nicer than hey, jealousy. Hey, you made the post. <laughs> Take it down, baby. Take it down. Anyways, starting over again. Maybe, wait, hold on one second. One second. Oh, oh, let me start over, this. babe. I want to say this. It's important. Uh -huh. I want everybody to know you are the talent. No, honey, you're the talent. Yes, you we are. All know, you we all know you're the talent. It's just that you don't need to know you're the talent quite so much. You are the musk to this Tesla. Okay? What? The, the Elon Musk? This, exactly, to this Tesla. You are, are you the like Bezos this as a child? Were you to like this, this Amazon. Oh, my Lord. Help me. All right. Come on, baby. Get it together. I'm just, Get I can't. Together. I can't. I've already sworn, <laughs> which know. really shows how how beyond myself I am right now. And I know I know. any of us that were wearing headphones definitely heard it. Will you just stop? Stop. <laughs> I write books for children. I'm a very good person. Oh, yes, you are. I can't deny that. Um. Anyways, uh, welcome to Loving the Strange. <laughs> Hopefully, DC only one who's witnessing this right now. Honestly. Apparently, she is. <laughs> and I really hope that stays that way because we are having an off night. There's a big storm outside. It's pouring rain. Sean is going around saying, I am the talent. And we I have a household with no children for the first time in like a year and a half, ever. Ever. We have no no little babies in the house at night. And so Sean so has just lost it. Like the, so the freedom and independence to, is too much. We're, we're trying to have fun and not be all stupid, worrying parents at the same time. And thus, I said that. I said a swear word. Is that your accountability for your I mean, it wasn't just swear word, baby. It was the F Okay, bomb. can we not talk about it? Just not talk about it. Let it go. I mean, literally, the F-bomb. You say the F-bomb every five minutes. I say That's once a day. I it's like the it. whole. It's, a, it's the best word in the world for many reasons. No, it's not. You know what the best word in the world is? It is the very. Most no. powerful word in the world. Love. Love is the best word, man. Not the <laughs> F word. You know what? You're right. You're right. All right. I got I got to agree with you. I got to agree with you. Can we move but on? The, the F bomb is a close second. We can't move on to the podcast. Because love and the F bomb kind of go together. <laughs> what? Well, Steve Waddell was the author. This was like, Carrie dropped the bomb. It's a hard day for me. She did. Oh, man. See, but Steve, Steve much like Sean, loves the F word. Yeah. So. I'm telling you. It's like. I did. I did, Fiona. 
There's no other word in this world that has so many connotations as F-bomb. Think about it. I know. You know, I, that's why I use it every 12 seconds, because I can't. Because I can. It fits. It can be appropriated for anything. When I was an emergency services dispatcher, part-time. Part-time. <laughs> um, is that your disclaimer now? Yeah. Part-time. Yeah. Part-time. It wasn't a real one. Um, Like, I did it for real, but it was part-time. Anyways, everyone made fun of me for never swearing. And they were like, you'll swear by the end of this. You'll swear, blah, blah, blah. But no. You know what made me swear? Being married to Sean. <laughs> what? I have a very similar story, actually. Really? When I was, yeah. When I was in, like, high school, people... People used to make fun of me because I did not swear. I would no say way! Like, I would say like fudgestickle instead of the word <laughs> oh my God, said you, it a minute ago. Said, I'm not lying. No, I'm not lying. Adorable. That's adorable, Shani. And then just about the same time I might have started drinking alcohol, I started cussing. <laughs> and I fell in love with it quick. See, it took me It coursed through my... It coursed through my veins. Uh, <laughs> it took me and decades. made me feel so good. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> it took me decades It took me to teach you how to cuss, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. And John Bell, Sean's friend from high school, said that's correct. He never swore. Johnny, we're more compatible than I realized. We were both goody goodies in a certain <laughs> way. I wasn't necessarily a goody goody, but I, I, you know what it was? I thought swearing made you sound swearing. Swearing made you sound less intelligent. Oh. And See, there, I just... now, now I realize that if you use it appropriately, especially the f bomb, it makes you sound uber intelligent. Yeah, did I sound get... uber intelligent at the beginning of the podcast? I don't. Oh, think you so. sound a little bit pissed off, but. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody's judging, baby. Everybody's judging. Everybody's judging. Fiona says it's actually the opposite. Thanks, Fiona. You are no. I think she's agreeing. I think she's agreeing with me. I think she's. I think she's saying that to swear is does not make you less intelligent. No, I think there's studies that say you're actually maybe more intelligent if you. That's biased. That is so full of bias. Really. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, we've now wasted eight minutes because I swore at the beginning of the podcast. It's never and a waste, my lovely. And uh, do you right, want right. me to wait, intro? Wait. No. Can I say one thing first? Exasperated face, baby. I have been trying for years, like you, like probably a decade or more, to try to get her to say the f bomb. And I have been successful in a couple of times, but this is the first public explicitive that she's... Oh! Oh, look at that! Okay, so for those of you who are only listening and not watching and can't see the chat, Fiona said, you're more intelligent if you swear. And I do swear. I just proved it. I just don't swear in public. Because I'm a lady. It took me a long time to train her how to do it. Quote, unquote. I think I swore in high school a little bit, honestly. Um, 
But I always oh. sounded ridiculous saying it. Like it was like you're like three year old trying to swear. Like people would pat me on the head and laugh. Like I just didn't do it very well. I can see that. Yeah, I didn't do it very well. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. This podcast <laughs> episode is not about swearing. No, but maybe it should be. But it probably should have been. And maybe that's what we'll do next week. But we won't be able to say the words because we don't want to get banned. By who? The gods of Facebook. Nah. Yeah. Do you say that, that when you say the F-bomb, it just makes you feel better? Okay, we're definitely going to have to talk about swearing next week. I couldn't agree more. I feel so good when I drop the F-bomb on somebody. My favorite thing to ever say was F you, you effing F, because I think that's just fun. But you know what? When Carrie says it, it's like you just gotta laugh. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so unnatural. It's like, fuck you. Oh. You said the word. You said the word, Sean. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because five minutes ago, you said it yourself. I wasn't on camera. But you were off. Trust me. I didn't think it. anyone had heard it. Oh, man. All right. Now we're restarting the podcast once again. Ready? 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 Here we go. Hey, welcome to Loving the Strange. (laughs) And this week's episode, we're going to talk about dreams that turn out to be prophetic or psychic or whatever you want to think, right? So psychic dreams, dreams that foretell the future. Are they sleep disorder or are they something more? Some people think of it as a glitch in the matrix. Did you know that, Shawnee? No. Are you there, Shawnee? I, okay. I'm here. I, I, that wasn't one of the things I read, actually, a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, man. So, all right. So, there is this guy, Dr. David Ryback. And way back in 1986, before any of us were born, he said he wrote an article called Future Memory as Holographic Process. Colon. A scientific model for psychic dreams, right? And in that, what? Yeah, when, you when can do whatever re- you want. When, when, <laughs> when was this written? I'm sorry. 1986. <laughs> Way back before any of us were born, you said. Yes, I did. <laughs> You're so And kind. you're only just catching Thank them you. now, babe? Thank Are you. you. Only no, just I wanted to make sure I heard it correctly. You heard it correctly, just like you heard the F-bomb correctly. You heard it correctly. <laughs> I love it when you cuss. God, I love it. Anyways, roll on, baby. Roll on. Roll on. I don't think I can do the podcast this week. It's just a little too much for me, man. That's a too much. Issue. I'm having some issues. Okay. She's been jealous today. All day. Because Sean just walked around saying, I am the talent. I am the talent. You do all the work and I am the talent. Baby, what's the podcast about? Damn it. Once again, it is about dreams and potentially psychic dreams. And Dr. David said in 1986, he had an article called Future Memory as Holographic Process, a Scientific Model for Psychic Dreams. That sounds very intellectual, much like our podcast, right? Very intellectual, because we swear. So 
he said in that article and the um, all the links to everything we mentioned will be in carriejonesbooks.blog and in the podcast notes, blah, blah, blah. All right. So he said in that article, psychic phenomena are only byproducts of the simultaneous everywhere matrix, period. Individual brands are bits of the greater hologram. They have access under certain circumstances to all information and the total, total, total cybernetic system, right? So he's basically saying that when we have a psychic dream, if they exist, he would say they exist, that we're just like glitching in to the matrix, like we're catching up on other people's energies, which is what I have said to my daughter, Emily, for her entire lifespan. I'm like, no, you know, psychic people are just hitting on some other people's energy. That's all it is. And apparently that wasn't really wise or innovative of me because Dr. David said it back in 1986. And so some people have dreams in which they see things. What are you doing there? You all right over there? Keep talking. Oh, Keep talking. Okay, so some people have dreams where they maybe predict the future, maybe see other people's realities potentially, or possibly it's just a sleep disorder and not psychic at all. I'm not quite sure where Shawnee comes down on this, but I can tell you a tiny story. <laughs> I can tell you a tiny story um, from my own past. If you want, go for it. Should Brady. I? All right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I just want to make sure you have time and space to talk too, buddy. <laughs> I got that 24 7 love. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. All right. So, ah. when I was a little kid, the space shuttle Challenger blew up, right? And, um, are you laughing? Why are you yeah. laughing already? No, you wrote, go, baby, go. All right. So, when I was a little kid, the space shuttle Challenger blew up and um it was i grew up in new hampshire and one of the people on the challenger shuttle was a teacher named krista mccullough and krista mccullough was like the civilian who got to go along on the space shuttle one of my friends martha farley no martha oh my gosh i forgot martha's last name but martha her dad landry her dad was a science teacher in our school. He was like a semi-finalist and he almost got to go. And Martha was really bummed out. And Krista McCullough looked exactly like my sister, Debbie, who's a lot older than I am. Sorry, Debbie, but you are. And like, um, like they looked a lot alike. And my uncle Gary worked for NASA, right? And he was um, in charge of all the communications for the Space Shuttle Challenger. And the night before the Space Shuttle Challenger went up into the air, the night, like, I had this dream and I woke up and told my mom this dream. And then I told a couple of my friends in high school, cause I didn't know that you were supposed to hide stuff like this or people would think you were weird. And in my dream, Elton John was singing rocket man, right? My sister was pointing at the sky. <laughs> Just don't laugh. Just stop laughing. You can't laugh. <laughs> okay. Elton John singing Rocket Man. My sister's pointing at the sky. There's like this huge explosion in the sky, right? And my sister goes, it's not your fault. You couldn't have done anything. And Uncle Gary's like, it's not your fault, Carrie. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I woke up. And like, so I'm like, what the hell is that? Oh, sorry for my language. I'm like, what the heck a deca is that dream, right? And when I went to school the next, that day, 
you know, um, during our science class, they show the video of it happening. And I'm sitting next to Martha at our lab table and it explodes. And uh, there you go. Was it a prophetic dream? Was it just a random coincidence? I will tell you that for months afterwards, people saw my sister at the grocery store and they're like, you're not dead. <laughs> my sister got a new haircut just because that's of that. The, that's it, the yeah. part right there. Yeah, my poor sister. Yeah. So there, that's just a random example of a weird dream, dream. that might have come true. Full of images that, like, you know, like, are weird. Fiona says they're seers in both sides of their family, maternal and paternal. One even had a book written with all their predictions. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. And that like they needed a chart. Doug says he's going with sleep disorder. I'm not surprised by Doug. And Fiona <laughs> said that she watched it live in their school library, too. And I did stuff like that all the time when I was little. Like, they never really made super sense much. Like, I'd be like, oh, Cousin Marky broke his arm. And then my mom would come into my room and be like, your Cousin Mark broke his arm. And I'm like, yeah, I dreamt that my Cousin Mark broke his arm. But is that a glitch in the Matrix? Is that just you were, you were You were pretty, you were, you were pretty super psychic. What? I'm pretty you were what? pretty super psychic. Oh, I don't know about that, but I did. All right, so I normally don't take a catalog of my dreams, right? Yeah. But when COVID started, because I had nothing else to do, I guess, I like started start. this. Yeah, I called it the pandemic diaries, and I wrote down my dreams every morning. And I was quickly looking back at this before the podcast because uh, – I didn't have a lot of time today because I was busy swearing and listening to Sean going, I am the talent. But um, it's been a rough day around here. It's She's been, been a rough hard, day for me. Hard on me. Hard. Like, you should, you should have compassion. Such a liar. He's such a liar. Um, but like I found this like I found this one thing where I was like talking about like three tornadoes turn into one and like a train goes on its and no i'm like and mike staggs who's our friend singing the love train always there's always songs in my things for some reason i'm like and mike staggs is singing the love train and blah 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 and it turned out like on that next day there was three tornadoes that had converged um and also a train that tipped over and on the in my dream entry i'm like number 22 he's telling me to find number 22 and there were 22 people injured in the train thing so i'm like is what? that yeah, I can pull it up right now. Like it's so weird I believe and you random. Can. Yeah, but like. But you don't share the stuff with me. I, it's all in my word document, and sometimes uh, I tell my, our daughter Emmy more than I tell Sean like my weird dreams because she's more into it. Shows my status in this world, my place. No, it, it just shows that I trust him more as, than you. As the, <laughs> As a talent, I'm relegated to like fourth place. You are. You're just a talent, man. You're just the, the bit of pretty in the podcast. Behind the, honestly. That's behind yeah. the human and two dogs. So Fiona said it's not so much random for her. I think it's hypervigilance or awareness and that you're just picking up on the stuff. And then your subconscious kicks them upstairs in the form of dreams. And Fiona believes me. Thank you, Fiona. I should have married Fiona. 
She's going to say whatever it takes to make you happy, baby. And that's why I should have married Fiona. You can't trust her. <laughs> I hey. love Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> hey. anyway. Why don't you tell us about one of your more interesting No, I wasn't going to talk about that, actually. Because that's oh, too really? weird. I, was, I wasn't quite ready for that. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Okay, but. Is that like a Be Brave Friday moment for you? It's more of a Be Brave Friday moment, but a lot of I, times, I, yeah. I, I no feel goal. like I could attest to those. Okay. What do you want to do? But not, anyway, those stories, but you don't want to do them right now, so that's okay. No, that's all totally. right, because you really no. appreciate it. So, no, it's no, fine. No, because um, no, I hate that. I hate when people like just do that, and then everybody else is like, what are they talking about? And it's annoying and not cool. So, basically, a lot of my time, I have life, I have serial killer dreams. But usually, I'm not me in these dreams, and I'm seeing through the eyes of other people. Um, yeah. There. I have weird dreams. Uh -huh. That's yeah, very, very vague, <laughs> but I'll tell you that as her husband, she has told me stuff like right after we have awoken or in the middle of the night or whatever, and then a day or so later, she'll see stuff on the news that totally matches what she dreamt. So while she's very scared of it, I will say that. I have no no issue with it because I kind of verified it myself. Yeah, they're not fun. They're not fun dreams. <laughs> they're kind of freaky. Babe, I didn't make you. I didn't mean to make you bring you into this sad place or whatever. Oh, it's okay. And then one time when I was in Apalachicola, Florida, is that where we were? We were staying uh, well, at this I, inn. I'm not sure had, when like, you were talking about. Um, one time we went on vacation and we went to Apalachicola, I think. And yeah. we were in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah and we were I in got, like the yeah. bed and breakfast. And I had this really, really big dream about the guy who lived in the house and this mill he had made and a fire. And like I knew his wife's name. And I was just like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, and he was from Maine and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, whoa, that was a detailed weird dream. And then we went to the cemetery across the street, and there he was. Like, oh, yeah. 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 So I, know, I, I, I have some weird dreams. So I'm all right with the glitch in the matrix thing because I don't know how else to explain it. Because <laughs> you, you fit that profile. That's why. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little weird. I don't really talk about it a lot. Because no, people don't used to make fun of me all. as a great. No, I never do. So that's why it's really would, hard to talk about it here. Honestly, I, I would say this is probably the first time you've ever spoken about it outside public, of me, right? Yeah. And Ami, Ami, right, right, our little baby girl. So outside of the family, outside of family, but even in my family, only my mom, and my mom would do the same thing. Like, and Emily does the same thing. Like. Emily and I will both be like in the morning. I'll be like, she'll be like, did you have any interesting dreams on the phone? She'll ask. And I'll be like, yeah, I dreamt about, she's like, don't tell me yet. And then like we converge and tell each other our dreams. And like one time we both dreamt of my dead mom, her Nana and how like she was standing on like a, 
a really beautiful place. And there was no reason for us to have both dreamt it last night, the night before, and we did. Or we'll both dream of like ancient Greece, or we'll both dream of like random things. And it's intriguing how your mind works. Like, are you hooked up to people in your family? Are you hooked up to the matrix? Is it all just totally rational and reasonable? And like, there's a beautiful explanation for it. Like it's stunning. And I think Sean allegedly did a little research on that, but I'm not sure anymore. Because me neither. Me yeah. neither. It has been like, <laughs> I've been walking around here being all egotistical and big headed, and you've been you've been crapping on me all day about that. So it's been a different kind of day. Oh, Doug, Doug, Doug asked how about playing devil's advocate because he's Doug. Um, what about the stuff that doesn't match? And I'd say, Doug, there's a ton of stuff that doesn't match. But when I wake up from a serial killer dream <laughs> or my mom is dead or I'm the ghost of a, a an owner in Apalachicola, Florida, totally different feeling for me in those dreams than the other dreams that I have. Like, I, I don't tell that. Sean, oh, I had this dream where I was making out with a manatee. Like, because, like, I know that's not... Not that that's ever happened, but like I know uh, that that. I'm sure it has, and it um, would bother like... me. Okay, I can do a threesome with a manatee. I don't give a crap. I'm open. But like the whole point. As long is as that... he's not bigger than me. I have no idea about manatee <laughs> genitalia, and I have never actually had a dream about making out with a manatee. Just so y'all know, but like that's a lie. They. <laughs> It's not a lie. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you know it's I a do, lie. I do love me a manatee, but sadly, I have never had a dream where I got to mack on one, all right? So, anyways. <laughs> you mack on one almost every night. Oh, wait. Is that a manatee or a seal we sleep with? It's a manatee. We have a stuffed manatee in our bed. And you mack on it every night. And every once in a while, Sean has thought it was me, which is very embarrassing for Sean. Oh, but it's so soft, just like your skin, baby. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> it screws me every night. This is the worst podcast ever. No. There's no free will, Fiona. What are you talking about? Carrie has no agency here. <laughs> She's a manatee loving. Someone needs to come rescue me. So Fiona said, it's the one remaining interesting thing for me from Good Kinds books. That's very interesting, Fiona. I love to know, talk to you. I don't know what Good Kinds books is. Terry Goodkind. All right. So the branches of prophecy <laughs> open. <laughs> what? What's going on? I said, I don't know what Good Kinds books is. And you said, Terry Good Kinds. What kind of explanation is that? That's the name of the author, babe. But Your game credit is not. That doesn't tell me crap about the books. I, we don't have time right now for me to okay. explain those books. All right. Okay. So, so, anyways, Fiona said, the branches of prophecy open and close as people involved make choices. And I think that's really interesting, actually. D said, I had a dream once that I was in a Walmart in Augusta and I was in the checkout and my aunt came and hugged me and I asked her if she was alive and she shook her head nope. And when I woke up, I found out that she had died. D, you know what? You and me. You and me, D. <laughs> I was That's so say, amazing. I think if any anybody that anybody in the world, let's say any 
generic person that just doesn't think generic. they're psychic at all. That's what I mean by generic. Like I, I don't, I don't even think about psychic crap. Like I'm not. Oh my god! But if they're gonna ever have a psychic moment, it's about a family death. Yeah. I think, I think that is like the most powerful or common thing that anybody could dream about. That's you know, as far as prophetic you know what i mean yeah yeah because it just it, it's it's the connection it's the yeah. close connection it really yeah. is and i don't know that i've ever had a prophetic dream about somebody dying but i've had dreams about people that family members that recently died yeah that were very powerful as far as being like lifelike well i think that is really interesting like if you Take the assumption that, you know, mothers can feel when their children are hurt or right. children can call, like, call out to their parents. Like, that connection, right? Like, why can't that happen in dreams as well? And you, oh. my little adorable friend, Sean Kelly Farrar. Sean, oh, hold on, wait. What's your new name? The Talent. Sh Sean the Talent Farrar. Like, Thank you're you, baby. very... You got a long line of Irish and Scottish in you, and you've got a lot of uh, psychicness. I think would hey, be good, well, or maybe you can just read people. Who knows? Where's my, but it's, where's, where's my name banner? I want to. I can't do that for you. Sean right now, babe. For our, All right, work on it. Work on I it will. for next week, okay? Yeah, because all I do is the work, and he gets all the glory. He just steps in. <laughs> No, wait. Go back to Doug's comment. Don't skip Doug's over Doug's comment that. was a good manatee is hard to find. And I say a hard a manatee, manatee is better to find. Is hard to according find. According to Carrie. It's like a Fergal Sharky song from the 80s. You remember you that totally good heart is hard to find? What, did you totally just ignore what I said? Damn right. That's why I'm married <laughs> to you. Okay, so, so Cheryl... Bringing us down, but it's very true is that the manatees oh! are starving to death. And I can't handle that, Cheryl, so we're moving on. And uh, Carrie absolutely loves manatees. If we could live on the Crystal River in Florida in a nice palatial mansion, that would be her dream home. It would. If Which I could like hang out with manatees every day, whoo play, yeah. like, it would be heaven. My amazing, adorable, brilliant, beautiful cousin, Ms. Hunter, says, LMAO, your skin is soft like a manatee. Thank you for letting me jump on live. I love her. I love you, cuz. All right. And Fiona said, there are psychics <laughs> and there are generics. Catch up, Carrie. I know. I'm very, very slow, Fiona. And then she said, my dad brought, sat bolt upright in bed once and told my mom that an old lady in his village had died. Three weeks later, they got a letter from Scotland that she had passed away. Doesn't surprise me. No, because that's, no. that's a Scottish gene right there, right? Yeah. And last, said I had. Yes. And last week, we were talking about how Scottish I was to Fiona, I think. And it Are turns you Scottish? out. I had lied. I'm 13% Scottish. What? According to Ancestry.com. Yeah, I'm that's looking Scottish. Almost as much as me. Isn't it? What am I? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to go look for you. Hey, baby, why don't uh, you do that thing that you're supposed to do right now what about your childhood? Dance? It's a very important uh, uh. day right now. Sean is 39% Scottish. <laughs> 39? 
39% Scottish. Yeah. I was going to do that at the end, by the way, baby. Oh, all right. You out-Scotted me. I can play the bagpipes like a motherfucker. Oh, sorry. You didn't say the whole thing. All right, I D said, D said, I felt like it was her way of telling me goodbye since I couldn't be there when she did. D, that's really beautiful, actually. And I bet it was. That's very cool. Oh, I agree. Like I said, death <laughs> is like the biggest transmitter. It is. Steve Waddell, my co-author, said I'm cussing like a sailor tonight, and I feel judged. <laughs> you feel judged? Feel oh, it's judged. awesome. I love it. I've been I've been training you for so many years to be like this, baby. Uh, it's fun. It worked out. Anyways, <laughs> babe, what research did you do about – Psychic prophetic dreams versus sleep disorders. Didn't you like None. print something else on the computer? And I did, but it was just about dreams in general. And now I've had so much fun, I've forgotten everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, Maybe seriously. Have you ever huh? had a have you ever had what someone might call a psychic dream? Uh, yeah. When you were a little boy in Florida, did you ever dream of a New Hampshire girl that you would grow up and love? <laughs> yeah, we we made love all the time. No, I, I said love. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I said, yeah, there was this little girl from New Hampshire, and we were like, Mac that sounds all creepy. The time. We were both young in your dream. Did you she not dream over, of me? She was did over you, eighteen. Did you not uh, dream of me as a child? Fresh out of high school. What? Did you not dream of me as a child? That's as child as it gets legally, baby. No, when you're both... Oh. <laughs> as a child? I, yeah. Honest, honest to God, I can't remember what I dreamed about as a child. Well, you don't remember your dreams now, really. I remember... No, I don't. When I wake up in the morning, I can't remember dreaming at all. I can remember some dreams from the past. Really? Yeah. Like, I remember, okay, not details, but I remember that when I was 13 and my uncle Wyatt died, and he was very young, like 20-something. After that, I had a dream about him. Like, he was there. You know, it was like the revisit re type of dream, and it was so vivid and realistic. You know, like I don't remember the details of what it was about, but yeah, but yeah, it it was to me at the time like an earth shaking dream. Like, what the hell? Did, really? Did he did he just come and talk to me? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, man, that's interesting. Well, dream that part of my research was that. Dreams, apparently, obviously, that's they don't. <laughs> you gotta read that out loud. Baby. I don't want to read just, that out loud. You can't just, so John I, Bell just said <laughs> we didn't have to dream. We had college girls from all over the USA coming right to our city beach, Florida. <laughs> And that's a true statement. Florida. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Does, what? Wait, wait, wait. I, yes. I, 
one of the first times for me personally. I'm not going to swear. I'm not going to swear. No, wait, wait, wait. I'm not going to swear it was for John, but I think it was. One of the first times we cruised down the strip during spring break. In What's Fort the Lauderdale, strip? The Fort Lauderdale Strip on the beach where spring break happened. Okay. Like, like they set up barricades to block the traffic from the pedestrian traffic. And if you walked on the if you walked on the side of the pedestrian traffic, it was like sticky from all the like booze and vomit and stuff. Oh, but that's nasty. We were cruising down the strip, and and we were in my mom's Cavalier station wagon <laughs> with my little <laughs> with my younger brother's car seat in the back seat. <laughs> Josh, Josh's car seat. Yeah. Oh, uh. He's 13 years younger than me. So we're, <laughs> we're just driving down there dreaming of what could be if we were really cool. <laughs> but that changed quickly. How did it change quickly? Because then we got really cool. Oh. We did the station wagon in the car seat. Well, Fiona asked, can one actually cruise in a station wagon? I'll say okay. that. My bestie. My bestie. Maybe it was, yeah. No, go ahead. No, go you ahead. go. No, you go. I was going to say, maybe it was more of a drive-by. <laughs> My bestie, Jackie Shriver, and I, we used to cruise around in um, her red um, Ford Mustang. That's a car, yeah. right? It was a hatchback. <laughs> It's a car, but it's a very variable car. Like you right. could be, you could be talking about something that's not cool at all. It probably <laughs> wasn't cool because we also played the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack really loudly and made fun of it while we were cruising a lot. But like, <laughs> we attracts, never had a problem. That, that attracts the guys like crazy. Dude, we had no problems. Jackie was a hottie. Jackie so was a hottie. No, so Jackie was you. a hottie. Um, Dee said that she read John Bell's comment in a Matthew McConaughey voice because of dazed and confused. I've got to tell you, Dee, that I haven't met John Bell in real life yet. Soon. Um, but, like, Sean, as you know, Dee, is going all right, all right, all right. That's because she's sent me my card. No, she knows fault. you. Yeah. All right, all right. It's that right. Florida boy. It's the Florida boy thing. <laughs> I do it because it drives her nuts. <laughs> I don't know why. And this is a no no way in offense to Matthew McConaughey, who I'm sure is a lovely human being, but I always imagine he has BO. Like wicked BO. And like, so when I hear Sean go, all right, all right, all right, I think BO. And it crosses and, me out. Maybe that's truth. psychic. Maybe he does have B.O. And know. the truth is. What? Sean doesn't. No, Sean doesn't. Sean is not a person. He has very good genes. And you all can know this because in real life, you probably won't be able to smell him. Um, but when he hugs oh. you because he's so tall, your nose is usually in his armpit. So. Fortunately, I don't smell. I don't smell. He doesn't smell like he doesn't have the um bo gene. All right. He doesn't all right. have a lot of hair on his body either. But like, and I don't know if those are correlated. <laughs> but he doesn't shave. No, you don't shave your body. 
No. Did you ever do that? Were you ever a swimmer and you just like? I was oh. never a swimmer. God, I would have quit because that's too much work. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're taking the Lord's name in vain, and you were making fun of me before. All right, so Doug. Marshall I didn't drop said, the f bomb. Whatever. It was before the podcast had officially started. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> Somebody's going to report us to Facebook and we're going to get in so much I trouble. I don't okay. care. I know you don't care because you don't have a brand, but I care. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so Doug Marshall said, I had a friend whose middle name was Farrar and he said it was a family name. Maybe your friend is related to Sean. Was he very, very, very tall? Did he not have body odor? Maybe they're related. Maybe Sean will dream a psychic dream about him at some point. And then Doug says, I can only remember a dream once. It gets erased during playback. I think that happens a lot for people. That's part of the dream issue, yeah. according to scientists. Yeah. Really? Can yes. you tell us about well, that, can babe? can actually cruise in a station wagon. Babe, tell us about the dream thing. It doesn't dream. mean you'll catch anything, but you can cruise. What? Trying to rein in the talent here. Babe, what? you just said before you went on the tangent that scientists say that you often can only remember a dream once. Can you tell us more about that? Once? No. No, what <laughs> I said was what I meant, regardless of what I said. No. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Was that it says that they're not quite sure where your dreams are stored in your brain. And is, it might be a normally inaccessible spot. Ooh, so that's the kind of the rationale behind like dream diaries. Like you wake up from a dream, just write it down because you, yeah. you may not, you may not ever access it fully again. Yeah. Or, or it could be stored in that spot. And brought forward again by a certain event, like in your day, and you know what I mean, huh. yeah. like something that triggers that, and your brain's like, oh, and spits it out. When I was looking at my pandemic diaries, there's like 51 pages, like of me just telling my dreams in paragraph form. The, well, day. there'd be another 51 pages if I. Wrote down everything you mumbled while you sleep. Probably. <laughs> I have really, I have really complicated mumbles where I like tell Sean his name is different, and like I don't remember any of them because I'm mumbling in my sleep, I guess. But like, yeah. um, like his name will be William, his name will be John. He'll, I'll be oh, like, save the oh. the dogs are barking, the children are hiding in the basement, like the house right. is on fire. Like I have these really complicated. You sure do. Yeah. Um. Anyways, Wait more importantly, Fiona yeah, said I looked it up, up, and all right, Fiona said I looked it up, and he, Matthew McConaughey, hasn't worn deodorant in twenty years. I'm just saying. That, I, I thought she was talking about me. No. How would I be out? Because I wear deodorant every day. It's called no. Wolfthorn wolf by. It's called uh, Wolfthorn. But who's if the who's the manufacturer? Old, Old Spice. Spice. Yeah. If you want, if you want to help, product us out, placement. Send me, 
Send me some wolf thorn by Old so Spice. We don't have to pay that. I'm and almost out. But I need it to be antiperspirant, not just deodorant, because deodorant just covers the scent. Antiperspirant helps block the actual bacteria but they, you that cause the scent. You have so rare. You rarely have the scent. And bizarrely, all right, here, let's talk about our personal cleanliness. I often don't smell either. Like, I usually I don't know. smell. And I only like, shower like twice a week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, we both, and we both have very strange earwax. So there you go. We have weird earwax and we don't oh, really smell. Wait, 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 wait. Carrie is revealing a public uh, previous to this public secret because no, now it's going to be public. We've talked about it. We've talked Carrie about it. Carrie has an earwax obsession. I really do. I don't like it. I don't want it in anyone I we love's ears. We are the most important supporter of Q-tips in the world. Nationwide, we buy the most right here in this single You're household. Such you're such a liar. Anyways, moving on. Fiona said there's a thing where they did a study and were repulsed by the smell of sweat that's too closely genetically gen genetically close to us. Well, which that explains about sense. about my nana. My nana in the back of the car had like the worst BO ever. Everybody <laughs> it's talked you about put it. Put in the back of the car. And she'd always have never reaches the back of the car. Yeah, and my nana was a, a tall, a very thin, but and very strong. Like she grew up on a farm, tall lady. Like she was five eleven in a time when women really weren't five eleven, right? And um, she would always put her arm up over the back of the seat, and I'd always, as a little kid, I was always stuck there, and my head be right <laughs> in her armpit. That's because was, her head. Her arm was over the back of the seat. It was nasty. Oh, like we'd have these like long car rides to Lake Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire and no air conditioning and just the windows open. And I swear like the wind from the windows would be like blowing the smell into my, I love my Nana. God bless her soul. She lived to a hundred, but like she had some pit issues <laughs> in the back of our car. And thankfully, hey. apparently, Sean and I are not genetically close, and I'm okay with his lack of smell. Or I all. just don't smell it, yeah. man. I just don't smell I, it. I can't smell Carrie for anything. But... So I'm there. There you go. We don't even have smelly feet. No. Nope. children may, but we don't, which is a well, little weird. One, one does, and one's yet to be determined, really. Oh, one definitely does. Both of them definitely right. do. Yeah, there is uh, no yet to be determined. Well, well there does because she doesn't wear shoes often enough. Dude, she doesn't have to wear <laughs> shoes. It still smells. It's so bad. It's so bad. Right. Fiona asked if I would Answer. ever use those as writing ideas, but I'm not sure what those is referring to anymore because we've gone down such a hole. Oh, maybe my dreams? It doesn't matter because she uses everything as writing ideas. I'll tell you that right now. And you know what Fiona everything. said? Fiona said that North Americans are obsessed with showering. I think that's really absolutely true. And I also think it's ridiculous that Sean and I are like, put the deodorant on every day when we don't smell. It's like this, you know how we had that podcast about the weird habits people do? Like, that's yeah. weird. Like, we're wasting all this money on deodorant when we 
don't need it, but we're like culturally acclimated Is that to use deodorant. Believe? How did this go from psychic dreams to deodorant? Do you believe that I put deodorant on every day? You don't? You oh, no, I do. Time? You keep oh. believing that, baby. I put on, even though I only shower once a week, I put deodorant on. <laughs> you every do day. not shower. <laughs> you know what? I used to think old people were nasty for not showering every day, but now I'm like enjoying it. I'm like, holy crap, this is the life. Yeah. Once every fourth or fifth day. Heck yeah. Yeah. She said, maybe you were an EMT yeah. or audiologist in a past life, Carrie, LOL. See, I think that's way above my station in life. Let me tell you a story very quickly. Um, in Rotary International, when I was a public, what, what was I? A public image coordinator. I got to, for half of Canada and parts of the US, I got to train and interact with a lot of people from all around the world, right? And there was... A couple guys from India who were constantly looking at me funny and they're like why do you sit like that and I'm like it's just comfortable and they're like we've never seen a North American sit the way you do that's how we sit in India and I'd be like oh that's weird and they'd be like um do you believe in reincarnation and I'd be like I don't know and they'd be like well we think you're probably you know in our country in a past life and then I found out that there were these people in India who just like were on the side of the street and their job was to clean other people's ears. <laughs> and I'm pretty friggin' positive that if there is reincarnation, that was definitely, that was definitely my job. <laughs> like, it was so much lobby. Like, and sadly, I don't think they made what an uh, ENT or an audiologist made. And, uh, but I think that was me. I just assume be. It's like you know it's true, Sean. Every, every third night, it's like she ties me to the bed and she's oh. cleaning, cleaning Give my me ears. Your ear. Give me your but ear now. She's, yeah, she's got her cell phone flashlight on and and latex gloves. And freaking Q-tips like you think you get a COVID test with. And she's like, ah, this won't hurt. Oh, don't. Oh, oh, this one might hurt. Hold on. Ah! And then I'm like, ah. And then nothing has changed. You're so high. <laughs> There's like so much drama going on. Dee had a teacher who didn't use deodorant and she used a rock. And I really want to know more about the teacher who used a rock for deodorant. And she tried to get us to use a rock. It was weird. LOL, says Dee. And I want to know it, more about that. It had to have been a lava, like a lava rock, you know? Like, I don't like know. In the, like in the 80s, the lava rocks were big. The, and they were just literally lava rocks. But it, <laughs> they're from Earth. They're lava, it's not like they're from space. Deanna <laughs> said that my ear thing is a weird kink, but okay, smiley face is not a kink. It's just a nurturing no, it thing. It is, it is. Because no, every time she it does it, she, want, she, she wants to freaking do it like rabbit. What? You're such a liar. Why do you have to lie like that? Because <laughs> it's who I am. <sighs> lying liar who lies Doug Marshall another potential lying who liar who lies that I love said I use deodorant every week whether I need it or not <laughs> Doug 
I'm on board. I get, I use it every time I get out of the shower, so that's at least once a week. <laughs> Doug also said, friends, country, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'll return them clean. <laughs> that sums up Carrie perfectly. Really she, would, she exactly would. She, really love, would. she cleans our dog's ears. <laughs> and she that has to lie. happen. I hate it. <laughs> It's you don't hate it. You love I it. Do. No, I hate it. You know, it's gross and it's smelly. It. Okay, we're moving on. Okay. To psychic dreams. <laughs> no, there's no more dreams left in this yes. podcast. <laughs> Come it's on. Called, it's nightmares. <laughs> You're so mean. Can I just tell you? All right, let me just bring it back around because this is yeah. what our podcast is supposed to be about. Sorry. All right, so this guy named Stanley Krippner has a lovely yeah. are you going to let me talk about it? I'm laughing silently. Talk. Okay. So he said, and again, it's in the podcast notes, whatever. Um, dreams and visions are, in a sense, experiences occupying two opposing sides of a spectrum. According to Wikipedia, the visionary state is achieved via meditation, right? Drugs, lucid dreams, daydreams, or art. For as long as human beings have kept records of their experiences, they have described extraordinary occurrences, reveries in which they appear to receive the thoughts of another person, dreams in which they seem to become aware of the faraway events, rituals in which future happenings were supposedly predicted and mental processes that were said to produce direct action on distant physical objects. And I just think that's kind of interesting, right? It is. Yeah. But. But what? Earwax? Here's what I have to say. No. Like your stuff that has proven itself to be true via the media after you dreamed it. Yeah. You were you weren't under the influence of anything. No. No. The influence of my own weird earwax obsessed self. Well, that's a lot of influence, but <laughs> regardless of that, you weren't under the influence of anything. No, I just have weird dreams. And very and you know, Doug's question earlier was really important. Yeah. And that he was like, How do you know that? You're not just making sense of it afterwards. And I can't tell you for sure that I'm making not just making sense of it afterwards. But every once in a while, like the details are just so crisp that right. it's easy to relate to someone like Sean or Emmy. And to me in my brain, those dreams are really very different from my regular normal dreams, you know? And and that's the scientific dilemma. Like, yeah. what are you? What what are your dreams? If you try to break it down, like memories, images, right? Yeah. And, and how much is 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 the mixing of real life stuff versus what you think you dreamed, or you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm doing a horrible job because I'm. Not a great, a great mental place, but <laughs> baby, baby, um, you're the talent. You never do a horrible job, sweetie. I know. I get my lines right on every take. Um, 
Pretty soon I'll have a Lincoln car commercial out. Uh, oh my God. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Um, just drive with one hand, cruising down right. the road with a really nice filter on. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Running for see, Texas political person. Yeah. Do you see did you see that big foot in the middle of the road? Look at that. I didn't Ooh. even hit it. Yeah, that'll be you. <laughs> so we're almost out of time, baby. Did you want to do something special for someone special from your past? What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had to say that just to see you react. Just to see you react to it. What's Fiona got to say? What does Fiona got to say? Fiona says that we've reminded her that she needs to order mugwort because it's supposed to be a dream aid. I don't need that. Um, And it's well known to witches for its ability to strengthen intuition, bring prophetic dreams, and aid in astral travel. Fiona, send me that link, would you? Yeah, I he needs that. I need to get a little bit of that. I'm a little worried oh! about where you'd go. And D said, don't forget oh. to bring a bag of Doritos in the car if you're going to be Matthew McConaughey in a Lincoln Oh, show. it doesn't matter who you are. You nailed it, D. You na- a bag of Doritos in the car with Carrie is like, yeah, you got it. We could drive all night. I'm a very healthy person. I don't want any of those. Oh, oh, that's one. That's two. Oh, that's the whole bag. Good job, baby. I have a thing for Doritos. My one of my best friends when I was a kid. Um, her name's Debbie Muir, and Debbie Muir and I had the best time in fourth grade, best year I've ever had. Because I was a total tomboy with Debbie and would ride dirt bikes and go off the jumps and we'd watch horror movies on Saturday mornings and eat entire bags of Doritos and like six packs of Pepsi. And it was heaven at Debbie's house, man. Like it was heaven. Heck yeah, it was. Heck yeah. (laughs) It wasn't like, it was amazing. Like dirt bikes kids everywhere woods looking for bigfoot watching like giant spiders eat tokyo it was fantastic okay okay you finally got me i think you brought me to that point all right all right all right no what you've been trying to get me to do all night okay you there are you ready no you you got me to that point with your description of demi muir okay because I want to wish, and while it might be a little bit belated, a happy birthday to my friend John Bell's mother, Diane Bell. And not only do I want to wish her a happy birthday, I want to make sure she knows what an important role she played in the community of young adults and teenagers during my, my generation. Because she was the house in the neighborhood where everybody hung out. And she would come home from working hard for eight hours at whatever job she had at the time. And she'd walk in the house and the first things out of her mouth would be some cuss word. Oh, yay, her! A whole string of them because we had done something bad. 
but her 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 resilience and her ability to be the neighborhood mom taught us in the end it taught us respect and it did and it taught us that it doesn't matter if John Bell caught the dining room table on fire or blew a hole in the living room carpet with an M80. She was going to be mad at us for a minute. But she would show us that even though she was angry, she still loved us. Aww. And, and, and as the neighborhood mom in any neighborhood, you play an important role. In the development of the children, as long as your anger is, you know, directed yeah. and brief, directed <laughs> and brief, and 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 you're not abusive, and she never was. She was fantastic, and she put up with a lot of crap. Uh, <laughs> she put up with a lot of shit, Johnny. And, and I appreciate that her for that. So, uh, Diane Bell, happy birthday. Yeah, made me cry, Ferrar. Happy thank birthday, you. Mrs. Bell. Thanks thank for making, being much. a part of making Shawnee the amazing goof that he is today. Uh, no, truly, that's, that's true. That's Aww, true. Man, you made everybody cry, Sean. That's why you're <laughs> the talent. That's why you're the talent. Oh. But, but, but it's so true. It's, it it's just so true. Happy birthday, uh, Isabel. I can remember her a dozen times walking through her front door after coming home from work and just just going off on us. <laughs> you all deserved it, I'm sure, if you set the dining I'm room sure, table on fire. I'm sure, I'm sure it was just his hand and the table. But <laughs> oh, it, no. it was a stupid trick. He didn't get hurt. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the, it's really the cornerstone of American developmentalism. Oh, this is the, na the the neighborhood mom. Yeah. Well, thank you, you Mrs. I mean? Bell. Yeah, for being Sean's neighborhood mom. Yeah. And you know what? That's pretty awesome. And I'm crying. So we have to t like end now. <laughs> All right, baby. To all you neighborhood moms out there, thank you for yeah, thank developing you. those beautiful kids. And to all you people that tuned in tonight, thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Sorry we went off on so many tangents and didn't really talk about psychic dreams. Dreams? What are, what are dreams? those? Yeah, B.O., we'll talk about I, that. But... I honestly don't have them anymore. That's because you're living your dream right now, baby, right? Right. Being married right. to you, baby. You're yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. That, there you go. Right. My dream. Thank you for the setup. That's <laughs> all I ever dreamed of and all oh, I ever lived. Oh, all, yeah. I ever, all I ever lived for, honey. <laughs> and you dreamed of me despite those college girls in Fort Lauderdale, right? You're like, yeah. There's a girl yeah. waiting out there for me. Her name is Carrie and she's goofy. And you were the her. college girl. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thanks for Have hanging out weekend. with us again. Thank you for listening to Loving the Strange. Please be sure to like and subscribe. And remember, embrace the strange. New episodes every Saturday, live streaming Fridays. 
Go get your strange on, friends. Thanks for listening.